From the studios of Teeing It Up, Swamps of Jersey and Boston, Massachusetts, this is Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint Fantasy and Gambling Edition. We are welcomed by Danny Flucka. Hello, sir. How's it going? I am good. All right. Um, several things. Number one, just as a Notre Dame football fan, to hear that your game against Navy has been moved to week zero and is going to be in a prime spot on ESPN, 70, uh, sorry, 2 p.m. Eastern time, and that college game day is over there. Um, what does that say about that game to you as a Notre Dame fan? Uh, it's an interesting move. I think college game day is looking to do something different, and they have the opportunity to do something different here. And I think since it's week zero, you know, there aren't that many games on the slate, and I think this gave them a great opportunity to do so. Another game played there in Dublin, I think it was, 2012. Um, I can't remember who they played against. Um, but it was Navy in 2012. Yeah, so they played there. Uh, a couple of years ago, and we'll see they're going back. I think this might be part of the Shamrock series picking back up. So uh, it's an interesting move. It's the first week of the season, so it's, it's not that bad. It's not necessarily the best matchup in the world, uh, but you know, Notre Dame and Navy have a, a long history and, and tradition of playing each other, and those games at times can be very, very interesting. So uh, I think it's, it's a cool thing that game day is doing. You know, it should be a, an interesting atmosphere, and I think if you are um, you know, a student that's studying abroad or, you know, you're, you're traveling for summer and the vacations and everything, it could be a cool place to stop by if you have the opportunity to do so. All right. Um, riddle me this. It's 14 points the line currently is on Eagles-Jets. Um, and with no Sam Darnold, no Jordan Jenkins, no C.J. Mosley, this is 41 to nothing written all over it. Why is this line not bigger than 14? I think a lot of it had to do with the potentially not, you know, with their, with Sam Darnold not necessarily knowing whether he's playing or not, I think this line kind of stagnated. Um, and then, you know, some people maybe took the Jets hoping that Darnold would play. Some people, you know, took the Eagles hoping Darnold wouldn't play. And, you know, we got that clarification yesterday that he wasn't going to play. Uh, I think the line's not bigger just due to the fact that the Eagles secondary has been ravaged by injuries, and I think that even with Luke Falk back there, the odds makers are assuming that there'll be one or two plays that could potentially allow the Jets to, to reel off some big plays. I, I don't see that being the case. I think the defensive line for the Eagles will be getting after Luke Falk, you know, in droves. If you're the Jets, you're going to hope maybe get Le'Veon Bell out in space, maybe get Robbie Anderson going. Um, but I think 14 points is just about right. Um, when the Jets played New England, they were, what, 20-point underdogs? Yep. Um, in Foxborough, so this line sounds about right. The Eagles go up and hit their stride. Um, you know, a couple behind victory against Green Bay uh, last week. So I think 14 points is about right, and it's a, it's a big line to take anyway, but I think the Eagles should cover comfortably. Um, all right, the other line here is that Patriots-Redskins line, and that's only 15 and a half. Is this counting on garbage time points? Because I see no reason why this isn't 41 to nothing either. Yeah, I think it just has to do with the, the pack being away from home. Um, I think this line should be around 20 points. 
right when it came out because regardless of who is playing quarterback for the Redskins, there is no way that they're going to be competitive in this game. You know, they're you know they're counting on Colt McCoy, who hasn't played a game in a year. He's coming off a serious leg injury that took a long time to heal. We all know the issues that the Redskins have had with their medical staff. It's been well documented in that Trent Williams saga. If Colt McCoy gets knocked out or is inefficient, then you're asking Kate Keenum or Dwayne Haskins to come in. And again, I don't think anybody moves the needle for me to not want to take the pass in this game. And the big reason why I'm taking the pass is nothing to do with analytics, nothing to do with numbers I'm seeing or anything like that. I think after the performance that they had last where they were offense, or really punched in the mouth a couple of, a couple of times, they're going to come out in this game and look just a stick a big middle finger up to everybody and that could suck Brady. I think Brady's going to come out there throw for like 300 plus yards, a couple of TDs and this game could be over by the middle of the third quarter with a score of like 35-7. Sounds about right. Um, as you, just to get into a fantasy point of view for a second, and, and not fantasy for 2019, but fantasy for 2020, which is obviously a dangerous thing to say, but you saw Dwayne Haskins last week when he came in uh, in relief um, against your Giants. What was your view on him? I didn't think he looked good at all. And I think a lot of that just has to do with the position he was thrown in. And, you know, he's coming off the bench in a blowout game on the road with a depleted skill set, you know, as far as players. His uh, skill set uh, players are concerned. You know, Terry McLaurin was out of the game. Jordan Reed hasn't played. He might not play again. Darius Geist out. Um, their offensive line is, is not as good as it has been in years past. Um, you know, he was just thrown into a very, you know, negative situation. However, I, I didn't think the things that were raised about him coming out of college for what we saw last week, you know, his accuracy was down. He threw three interceptions. Uh, he had happy feet in the pocket. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of that, though, has to do with the situation. You know, the Giants knew they had to pass to get back into the game. They were able to play coverages to just confuse him and, you know, get after him a little bit in that sense. So, uh, I think, obviously, for the Redskins, you know, you're, you're first to figure out, you know, who is going to be the coach in 2020. And then, you know, how do you build around Haskins in the future there? Because right now it's looking pretty bleak. And there are a lot of reports coming out this week that, you know, Gruden didn't think he was ready. Gruden didn't want to draft him, you know, et cetera. So, you know, Haskins has to be playing the situation. And we talk about I don't think a, I think a lot of it, you know, obviously has to do with their skill set, but I think a lot of that to do with the type of situation they're thrown into, and do they have the support of the coaching staff? And we see it time and time again. Yeah, uh, that we do. Talking to Danny Fleck on the gambling and fantasy portion, of teeing it up. All right, gambling wise, the games you like, the games you don't. The games I like, you know, this week I like the Bears in London against the Raiders. I think that line is about four or five points short of what it should be. I know Oakland had a nice win against Indianapolis on uh, Sunday, but, you know, we're talking about the Bears' defense here. Um, the Bears are looking to go 4-1. and one. They're going to manage the game with Chase Daniels. They're going to tee off on Derek Carr. So I, I like the Bears a lot. Uh, I mentioned the Pats. Uh, I think the Pats this week are really... Also, um, the Ravens. I know that their defense is look suspect. The Pittsburgh Steelers had a nice win against Cincinnati. But I think in this game, 
it really comes down to, you know, the, the, the ferocity of the rivalry between these two teams. And I think Baltimore is going to be looking to get back on track with their defense. And I think Lamar Jackson has enough uh, weapons to take advantage of the Steelers' secondary that at times has looked shaky. So I think the Ravens are going to run the ball, use Lamar Jackson, the gambling games you don't like. So I'm staying away from the Vikings-Giants game. That game keeps going back and forth. You know, the line opened up at like six. I mean, like five went up to six, and it's down to like four and a half. I think it's just too much volatility in that line. I, I think that, you know, Daniel Jones is going up against his first real defense this week. So it's going to be interesting to see how he performs there. You know, it's also going to be interesting to see how the Vikings perform. You know, I know the Giants defense is nothing to ride home about, but if Kirk Cousins is continuing to make mistakes, you know, are are they going to be able to cover that line? So I'm staying away from that game. Also staying away from the Tennessee-Buffalo game. That game just has, I think, two similar teams playing against each other. They're four... Quarterback plays are inconsistent all year. I think it's going to be a slugfest. I think it's going to be, you know, a very boring game to, to watch. Uh, if anything, I would take the under in that game. I think it's like 37 to 38. Uh, 39 and a half. I, yeah, so I take that if I'm, I'm getting any action in that game. But, um, you know, from a spread perspective, I'm not touching that game uh, with a 10 foot pole. Fantasy-wise, Devonta Adams is out with that toe, and you saw last week and just in general over the last several years how much him being out impacts Aaron Rodgers and that whole offense. They're going up against Dallas at home, uh, sorry, on the road, uh, juggernaut, big national game. This, to me, does not look good from a fantasy perspective if you have Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't say that, to be honest, because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He's going to figure out something. And, you know, we saw a, a situation like this uh, a couple years ago when they went into Atlanta, um, and they were without everybody. And Aaron Rodgers willed that team to almost uh, an upset victory. I think they lost by one in that game. Was it, I think it was 2016. Um, but, you know, his wide receivers that are going to be stepping up are going to be, you know, Dantling and Geronimo Allison, and I think Jimmy Graham's in line for a big day. And also look for them to maybe stick to the run a little bit more. So um, Aaron Jones should be a, a nice play this week. Jamal Williams, the backup, is out with the concussion. Um, so I think that, you know, Jimmy Graham, um, Dantling, and Geronimo Allison are some really good plays this week for the Packers. So I wouldn't take I, – I wouldn't – discount Aaron Rodgers just because he's missing his top weapon. I think it's going to be harder for him, um, you know, from a real-life perspective, but I do think Green Bay, if they want to stay in this game, is going to have to throw the ball. Alright, so fantasy likes and dislikes for week five of the National Football League. I mentioned the Patriots earlier on Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady is a great play this week. You know, he bouncing back from last week. Um, you know, Patriots defense against Washington should be another great play. I, I like Thielen and I like Dick this week. You know, I mentioned that line and the volatility in there, but, you know, both those receivers this week uh, were the squeaky wheels, and I think that they're going to be greased up a little bit this week. So look for those two to bounce back and have some good games. Um, I like Jimmy Garoppolo on Monday night against the Browns. Coming off a of bye, uh, 
the Browns are out their two top corners. I know they played tough the last couple of weeks, even without them. But I do like San Francisco in this spot, and specifically Jimmy Garoppolo bouncing back. Um, you know, he's had a little bit of a shaky start to the year as well, but I think this is a good matchup for him and a, a good spot to roll him out. Another guy I like is Jordan Howard on the Eagles. Big game against the Packers a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, we mentioned the potential blowout scenario against the Jets, you know, uh, running the clock out, uh, feeding him the ball, and it looks like he's, he's in a situation where he should be in a good spot. Uh, Danny, I have a fantasy recommendation. I know that's shocking, but I have one. If your league includes punters, Lachlan Edwards, the Jets punter, he'll be used a lot tomorrow. I like him. I'm sorry, on, on Sunday. I like that pick, Lachlan Edwards. I don't know what leagues have punters in them, but, you know, if you have one, then I guess you fire him up. He should be the Jets team MVP if the season ended right now. That's... That's a, not a great statement to hear. No, it's not. Uh, my my dad has a, a, a phrase. Um, <laughs> whenever the Jets are backed up and it's like second and like twelve, he'll always go on sec on, uh, on for the third down play. He will go kicker get ready. <laughs> so much faith he's had in the Jets offense in recent years. So uh, shows you where my affection for Lachlan Edwards comes from. Um, all right, and your fantasy no nos. Yeah, I mentioned the Bills and the Titans. I think that game is going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be tough for any of those um, players to get going. So, you know, Derek Henry is in a tough spot. Uh, Devin Singletary and Frank Gore are in a tough, tough spot. So, like, those are players I try to stay away from. Uh, and then I go down to um, Carolina, where... I think the shine might be coming off a little bit on Kyle Allen, and that kind of downgrades his wide receivers a bit. So guys like Curtis Samuel are going to, I think, have a tough time this week. I forget who they're playing, <laughs> to be honest with you. Oh, Atlanta. Um, and Atlanta is a little desperate this week. So could see that game going Atlanta's way. So I kind of stay away from any of the wide receivers on Carolina, you know, they're going to try to beat Christian McCaffrey. I think he had some, like, 32 touches last week, 35 touches, like, um, so we clearly know which way that offense is going to be, be going, so I, I stay away from any of the Carolina wide receivers. Um, all right, we're talking to Danny Flecker here on the gambling and fantasy portion of teeing it up. What's your view on Baker Mayfield? This is a big spot for him. Monday night against San Francisco. San Francisco's unbeaten. They've got a lot of momentum for the first time in two seasons. Very interesting to go on the road, West Coast, Monday night. Big spotlight, but also, sorry, big opportunities to show off, but also a big spotlight to play under. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. I think uh, San Francisco's past defense is improved dramatically since last year. A lot of that to do with their defensive line play. Last week, they got the benefit of 170 yards from Nick Chubb on the ground. Um, so that was able to help them out big time when it came to that game. So we'll see what they're able to team up today. I mean, on Monday against the, the 49ers. I, I do think it's a tough spot. I just don't like the way Baker's looked this year. He's got a bigger mouth than he does, you know, stats. 
Um, every, he's got a comment for everything. So, you know, what's his comment going to be if he lays an egg this week? You know, it's almost it's going to be five games into the season, and he really hasn't had those, those performances that we've come to expect from him after that rookie year last year. So, he's got a lot to prove this week, and he's got the, the players to help him out. I just don't think that they're putting him in those, in those situations to succeed. But we'll, we'll see. It's going to be a tough game. I, I don't think it's going to be um, one of those games where they can just uh, air it out and hope to, to score more points in San Francisco. I think they're going to have to have to play tough defense and you know take their shots when they can. They have the guys to do it. Odell Beckham was blanketed last week, and they were still able to put up 40 points. So you got to hope that they, they ride some, that momentum um, and that their offensive line can hold up. Uh, that is Danny Flecka, and this has been the gambling and fantasy portion of Teeing It Up Presents the Sunday Sprint. Um, thank you, sir, as always. No problem, man. Have a good day. Enjoy your football weekend, everybody. Uh, there was a winless team in it, and they 